Hi, welcome back to episode 7 of the Booth Review. I'm your host, Nathan King, along with... Brayden Higley. Today we're going to be talking about the NCAA tournament, some of the endings, and the upcoming championship match between UConn and uh, SDU, and uh, Caitlin Clark and all that. Uh, we're going to talk about the NBA, the NFL, some rumors there. Uh, baseball started, we'll, we'll touch briefly on that, and Sabres hockey. <coughs> How are you doing today, Brando? Um, pretty good. Glad to hear. So we've been back for, or we've been gone for a little while, but uh, you want to start with NBA? Yeah, let's do it. So uh, not a lot of news. Um, MVP race neck and neck right now. Yeah. Jokic and Bead, uh, I think they they're flip flopping almost day to day at this point mm-hmm. by a point or two. Who do you have? Me personally, I like Embiid. I've always had I've had Embiid last year. I thought he got robbed last year, but I'm a big fan of Embiid, so I'm gonna go Embiid. I think I might have him beat at this point, but it's so close that it's really tough. And I, people are still counting out Giannis as well, and Giannis is still right. balling. They got mm-hmm. killed yeah, against Celtics. I think they lost. They did beat the Sixers last night. They beat the Sixers, which was a good, yeah, really good. They beat them by quite a bit, but they lost by like 40 or something. Dude. So yeah, they, got they, they got destroyed. Smashed. Like halftime they were down like 30. It was terrible. But... One bad game, stuff happens, you know. I feel like they were down. They didn't care as much. They knew they were down. They'll bounce back. Right. Um, Chicago Bulls last night, I believe, clinched a spot in the play-in. They clinched, yeah. So, and they've been playing pretty well lately since they got Patrick Beverly. Yeah. Yeah, no, the Pat Bev acquisition has really helped the Bulls add some well-needed defensive pieces. We need Lonzo. That's I the big agree. part. We can there. We I wouldn't say we can time. We compete a little bit if we have Lonzo. You know. I think they're probably a top four team in the East with Lonzo Ball. Yeah, probably Lonzo runs that offense, but we'll see how good Lonzo comes back. Um, look for them to add in the off season like another point guard until Lonzo does or if he does come back. Do you think they're almost done with Booch? I don't know. It's tough to tell because some nights he plays well and scores like thirty points. Some nights he scores like four. Not four, but like. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. He has bad games. He ha- He's inconsistent, and for a veteran player, it surprised me. He was a beast when he was on the Magic mm-hmm. for years upon years, but I don't know. I it's We're in a weird spot because we're in a spot where we can make the play-in like we did. We could you know, do that, but we're kind of just in the middle. We're not going to win anything, but right. we're not going to be the worst. Yeah. Um, the way they've been playing lately, they might be able to get a series, an upset series, but like, it's still not looking likely. Mm-hmm. And if they do, they're not going very far after that. Like, they got two players that it would be worth keeping long term, and one of them's already over the hill. Yep. In DeRozan, so I don't know. I don't know if they should blow it up or try to get another All Star next year and run it back. But they are playing better lately. I think with Pat Bev. What are they with Pat Bev? I've seen a stat that when they have Pat Bev and he scores, they're like twelve and five, eleven and five, something like that. No, I'm not even surprised. Yeah, that's. Yeah. yeah, he's not a big scorer. Do you know uh, Pat Bev in high school? Do you know what he averaged? I just saw this earlier. Thirty-seven and a half points. <laughs> it's not too bad. Eight steals, eight <clears throat> rebounds, eight assists. I believe. That's not bad. That's not bad. Yeah, <laughs> that's wild. Apparently, he high school, college, he was a big score, like high scoring guy. He got did, to the uh, NBA, had to play defense. He said. Did he go to Simeon or where did he go? I don't even remember where he went. I know Rose and Parker went to Simeon. I don't know if he did or not. I just know that, yeah, he he balled. But now, you know, he's he's a pest. You know, he's a menace. And he goes out there, he annoys anyone he can, and that's kind of his goal. He's a good leader, too. They needed someone like that to kind of push him around because they were getting pretty lazy, I thought, before they got Energy's him. Energy's big. Um, speaking of another acquisition that worked, um, I feel like Russell Westbrook's been balling. For the Clippers, you saw mm-hmm. he had thirty six. Yeah, yeah, they uh, they got the good Russell Westbrook. He, I feel like he's filling his role really well there, uh, and he he did it against Dylan Brooks too, which made it all the better. You see him, he was chirping him up the whole game. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> Brooks silent. Yeah, that's that's nice to see. I've always liked Russell Westbrook, so I I root for him. I you know he gets disrespected more than he should, and I I. Brody was one of the most fun players to watch, back, you know, back in his prime. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you can't he, say uh, he went out there, he played hard every night, he gave it his all. I'm happy to see him balling. One of the best MVP seasons ever. Yeah, his triple-double season, and people just overlook his numbers some, like his, for the last few years. I know not this year, but previous years after that where he got triple-doubles, people were like, eh. 
yeah. threw it off to like you know like a little side note. Which to get triple double every game is ridiculous, you know. Yeah, it doesn't happen. No, Jokic will do it, but he's I mean, he's special. Russ is doing it as six foot three. Yeah, you know what I mean. So. Um. Yeah. No. It, it's easy to get rebounds when you're six foot eleven. That being said, Jokic is the as a passer phenomenal mm-hmm. out there, so he deserves everything. Westbrook hit five threes in that game. Five for five. Yeah. And people did if. That happens consistently. People disrespect his shot, give him space. You give him space, and he's hit. You know, on he's hitting his shots. Are they in the playoffs? I believe they're in the playoffs. I think they're like the. They might be like the. I don't think they're in the play-in. I think they're like a six, five or a six. I could be wrong. I'm getting it right now. It it, it fluctuates so often. They're, um, they're five, five right now. Yeah. Tied for fifth with the Warriors, 41-38. and 38. Speaking of a bad acquisition, I wouldn't say a bad acquisition, but Kyrie, did you see the stat? Mm-hmm. With um, and Don't get me wrong, Kyrie just dropped 40 in a loss against the Hawks in OT. They're like 1-7 in, in their last eight. They're yeah. going to miss the playoff. They're I, not even getting the play-in. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. They're, still, they're a whole game out of the play-in right now. They have no depth. They're so bad with that. Their defense is terrible. Yeah, well, I thought they were bad before they got Kyrie. And, like, they're still bad. Yeah, they you know I mean like it didn't really help because they that's not what they needed. They didn't know? need a scorer like that. And it's fun to watch, don't get me wrong. They just with the amount of points they're giving up, it doesn't matter how much you score. No. They have no D. They have other than those two, they don't have much at all, really. Hmm. How do you feel about the Lakers right now? I think they're playing well. I think I mean the West is up for grabs cuz I don't think I, even the top seeds like the Grizzlies just got beat by the Bulls. They blew a 21 point lead. mm mm-hmm. Mhm. Or higher than that, actually. I think it was 23. Uh, the Nuggets, they were struggling there a couple weeks ago. They couldn't win a game. It bounced back a little, though. Yeah. Um, I think the West is up for grabs. I think the Lakers get hot. LeBron gets uh, fully back to 100%. AD is playing out of his mind if he can stay healthy. That's you're the big you're missing one big name. Austin Reeves. Austin Reeves is playing been, very well. He, the last few weeks has been their best player, in my opinion. With just with everything he's doing out there, he's been their primary scorer. Like, he's outscored AD a lot. Yeah. How many did AD have? They played last night, correct? Yeah, I, I think, think AD so. had 40 last night, which was, yeah. LeBron had a triple-double that's going very silent because he only had 18 points. But Which, you know, what it's kind of expected. Uh, you know your code when that's, like, the low bar for you, you know? 18 points. Yeah. But, yeah, Reeves had 18. He's been – in this month, I know he's been an absolute stud. He's stepped up for them. Uh, he's, uh, he's, Davis had 40 and 9. He's 24 years old. Reeves? Reeves. Yeah. His nickname is apparently Hillbilly Kobe. He had 18 last night. Yeah. No, he's uh, he stepped up. Eight like assists. Yeah. How has Russell been playing? Uh, he had six points last night. He has. He's been. He only all had right. 15 minutes too. They're not really giving him much run, I guess. Huh? Mm-hmm. Um, one thing that I saw though, I'm sorry, you can call me. I think Lakers fans are up there for worst, like just most annoying fans in sports. Up there, I think they're the, very delusional. Yeah. Up there with Cowboys fans, Yankees fans. You know, there. I saw so many comments after their win last night. Uh, you know, against the Rockets, that they have a chance to win the title, that they're going to win in five, things like that. Um. I could see it, honestly. I could not see them winning five. I I can I don't see them winning a title. The only thing I like I don't I don't know if they win a title. I think they could get to the finals. Maybe the finals, yeah. Because I don't think anyone in the West is better than anybody that's going to get in, really. <laughs> but I I couldn't see them beat the Bucks or the Celtics or the Sixers. Any mm. of those teams in four or in right. I couldn't see them beat them four times. Yeah, I could see them getting to the finals though. Definitely, I think that's probably their ceiling. I mean, their biggest. Their biggest problem would be the Nuggets, probably. Right. Um, um, I think the Lakers have more athletes than the Nuggets do, though, to be honest. Yeah. But um, it really depends on how Jokic goes out there and plays. I really and like the Kings in the West right now. See, that's They're what like I was the about the only to team that really has been consistent. Like, See, the Nuggets have had their bad weeks, even though they're 52-26. and 26. Like, they were bad out. The for Kings, two weeks. The Kings, on paper, don't have weeks. the best team, okay? The Kings have the best chemistry, though. They play like a team. They pa- like you see six, seven passes sometimes out there. It's beautiful basketball. Yeah, and that's why the Kings work. They just have great chemistry, the good spacing, and it works well. They made the playoffs. They clinched first time since two thousand and six. Wow. You want to hear what happened in that time? 
I was two years old. Okay. So this means I was probably in, uh, uh, yeah, probably just like potty trained at this point when the Kings made the playoffs. That's where we were. iPhone was just released, the first iPhone. Mm. Heat won the finals. Shaq and um, D Wade, 06. You remember that team? Yeah. This is a fire team. Uh, Twitter was a month old. Kobe still wore eight. Our president was George Bush. Wow. It's <laughs> crazy. Uh, in that time, I got enrolled in school. Like, Went through preschool, enrolled in school, K through 12, in college. All within that time. Um, and the first World Baseball Classic was that year. Wow. Yeah. Goes to show. Um, I I want to say it was one of the longer droughts in sports, wasn't it? Because uh, the Browns snapped theirs. Well, I think it was the longest, longest active Yeah. out of any team. And now, is it the Sabres? The Sabres are two, I think. Sabres Who's number one? Um, I'd have to check. Hold on. I'm gonna look that up. But no, it's it's really insane. Like 16 years is a long time, and I'm I'm happy for them. They deserve it more than anyone, especially with how they've been playing. Like they didn't barely make it. They made it by quite a bit. It's like tied for the Jets and the Sabers. At 11. At 11 for both. Wow. And then the Phillies have 10 seasons. The Tigers, I forget about the Tigers. Oh, yeah. the Jets are 12. They're number one. Sabres are two at 11. Yep. Jets' last appearance was 2010. Mark Sanchez. Mm, Sabres was 2010-2011. Right. Um, Pittsburgh Pirates are tied for seven. Yeah, seven years. That's uh, not too bad. It seems like just yesterday, dude. I remember those teams. Was it with McCutcheon? Had to be. Yeah, that was the 98-win team. Yeah. Lost in the wild card game. <laughs> That's um, baseball. The Royals are also tied for fifth, and the last time they made the playoffs, they won the World Series. Yeah, um, what year was it they made it? 15. Was Same that... year as the Pirates. Yeah. No. Angels haven't made it since 2014. Bro, uh, can you believe that with Trout and Trout Otani? Has, Trout has made three playoff games in his career, and they got swept that year in 2014. And he's considered, like, one of the best. You know, yeah. especially uh, – I'd say he's still very good, obviously. Um, I think he was a batter a, a few years ago. But I feel like the Angels did not make it in the last few years with Trout and Otani. Both, like, even in games, they're both 99 rated. Otani had a, has been pitching excellent. Um, can't remember his game the other night. I know he had a bunch of strikeouts. I, but it's just – the Angels should have success, and they haven't. And do you think they turned that around this year? Mm -mm. You don't think so? I don't. I think still a lot of holes in the roster. They're just not a very winning culture there. Do you think people would want to play with both of them? You would think so. In L.A. Yeah, I mean, best two players on the planet, and they're not. You know, they haven't sniffed the playoffs ever. They're a, they're a pretty historic team too. It's not like the Angels are like a new team. They won a World Series in the two thousands, I think, early two thousands. Mm -hmm. I want to say two thousand one. I mean, and they had pool hosts. No, uh, not two thousand one, two thousand two. Um, yeah, two thousand and two. Mm -hmm. Um, they beat Giants. Yes, Bonds and Giants. But that was their first championship. When were they founded? Um. They weren't. They're not a very sixty-one. Old, yeah, sixty-one. But still, it, like that, sixty-one. I guess that's not old for baseball, but that's still, that's a lot of years, man. Yeah. But I don't. <laughs> I just think it. It just goes show. Maybe it's management. Maybe it's, it's just a lack of building anything around those two players. Yeah. Um, I want to get back to the NBA real quick. The Knicks clinched a playoff spot again. The by being the Wizards, one eighteen to one hundred nine. I think he's hurt now, but Julius Randle has been one of the most consistent players this year. Jalen Brunson's been really good too. Mm -hmm. Jalen Brunson. Jalen Brunson was a game changer. That for was them. a great acquisition. I, I don't know how they the Mavericks just decided not. They didn't want Jalen Brunson. Like they didn't pay him, and they should have. And yeah. Brunson, he's, especially with how he's balling this year. Before Randle got hurt, he was. Did you know he was the only All Star to play every game? Brunson. No, 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 Randall. Oh, Randall. Yeah. yeah, he did, didn't he? He, um, he. The last few years, he's played some of the most games out of like any, any All Star caliber player. I believe the most. 
which is, you know. Pretty uh, impressive. A lot of people don't. I think last year there were only like seven or eight players that played all 82 games. Mm-hmm. I'm glad he can't. I'm glad Randall's been more durable lately because uh, if you don't remember how he started his career, his first career game back after he was drafted with the Lakers, he uh, got hurt on opening night. It was yep. like the, the premier game and he was out for the year. He's He was kind of raw for his first few years, but Randall's really kind of come into his own and really like, He's a star now, and he's one of the more underappreciated stars. Yeah, because I think he plays a position and a style of basketball that doesn't appeal to the casual fan. Mm-hmm. But He consistently drops I mean, 30, 40 points, though. Yeah, the dude's crazy good. Like yeah. I would take him over probably 95% of players in the NBA. I mean, he's a top 15 guy in the plays league. Plays defense. Yeah. And he... I mean, he's in. It's surprising he doesn't get talked about more with the market he's in. Like the Knicks, uh, they you know they play at the Garden and everything. They're like one of the bigger names yeah. for teams, even though they're consistently terrible. Yeah, but, uh, I want to give you Jalen Brunson's stat line for his gladly. career before this season: nine, eight, twelve, and sixteen okay. with the with the Mavs. Yep. This year with the Knicks, twenty-four points per game on six assists, which is a career high. By He's a young, whole assist. Um, yeah, it's only his fifth year in the NBA. 26, I believe. Shooting a career high 41.6% from three. Um, 83% from the line. 49 from the field. So I mean, and he's a career high in minutes at 35. He's always had a good field goal percentage. He it's just now he's taking more shots, higher volume of shots. Correct. Which because in his career he's averaging 49.3 for a field goal percentage. Last year he averaged. Uh, 50% field goal, 52% the previous year. That Those are good numbers for a shooter. Mm-hmm. Yeah. He's still 14.3 points per game career score, even though he's averaging 24 a game this season. Yeah, The no. Mavs really fumbled, I think. He was – well, he looked like he was starting to come into his own last year anyway with the Mavs, 16 points per game, well, he, career high by far. Well, he's improved consistently. Like, his first two years, you know, they were about the same, but the last three – Improvement, 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 all across the board, pretty much. Yeah, uh, and it co- that comes with a. I mean, rebounds. He's not tall. No, kind of with rebounds, it's just gonna, though. it's just gonna come to you. But when it comes to stuff that he's supposed to be doing, like as a point, six hey, assists this season is pretty good. Career high in assist. Yeah, for him, career high in points, um, career high in minutes as well, which helps obviously. But um, the percentages are still there, though. You know. Yeah. Better percentages from three. About the same from the field. I mean, he deserves this, though. Uh, <coughs> um, NCAA news? Yeah. Yeah, so uh, SDSU won at the horn against Florida Atlantic. I was rooting for Florida Atlantic there, but that was a wild moment, exciting. Yeah, good game. Uh, just a shame that the mid-majors had to face each other in the Final Four. That stinks. I'd like to see a mid-major national championship This game, was but. the second lowest, like, out of like seed, or this was the second highest like seed total, all time. Um, with the, it's you, all the number ones got limited early. You don't have a lot of high numbers. You don't have a two in there at all. You don't have any threes. You know, UConn's the highest seed at a four. Yeah. And a lot of times fours don't even make it. Right. So to have a four, a five, uh, or two fives and a nine, you know, you don't see that often. I was. I wanted Florida Atlantic to win it just because you always root the underdog, especially if your brackets are busted. Everyone's got busted immediately. Right. I mean, this is maybe the best March Madness of all time. This has been a fun Dude, March like, Madness. Upsets and just popularity of it's been crazy this year too. Mm-hmm. Uh, moving briefly, briefly before we talk about championship predictions, you were talking about popularity being up. Popularity is not only up in the men's tournament. The women's tournament ended, uh, you know. Ended yesterday, right? Last night? Yeah. Um, where Iowa fell to uh, LSU. Caitlin Clark's a stud, though. She's very good. She yeah. is, She's the future. She. I've never seen fans, like, you know, just back someone so well. And, I mean, it's disappointing she lost, but she's the future of women's basketball. Uh, yeah, she's right up there with Inescu when she came out, with uh, – Brianna Stewart when she came out, Griner when she came out, mm-hmm. like she's that kind of star power right now. So it's gonna be. She, I mean, she had a forty point triple double. She had thirty in the championship game. She, it's ridiculous. She got tacked up quite a few times, but I don't know if I agreed with all of those. No, definitely not all of them. Uh, I think the only reason she did is because the refs knew the situation and the, the way she talked sometimes. So 
they were kind of keeping an extra eye out, which is unfair. I think he should go in with a clean slate as a ref, but yeah, it's whatever. Uh, yeah, we're not confined. We can say whatever. But <laughs> um, <laughs> I mean, it sucks that she didn't get the ring, but I feel like um, I don't know. She had probably the greatest individual tournament run out of any woman ever. Um, I I don't know. I thought I had a lot of fun that. Yeah, she she's great. Probably gonna be well, not probably. She's gonna be the number one pick. Mm-hmm. Uh, I just wanna. I'm trying to find her stats for the tournament. I think she scored like 68 percent of her team's points for the tournament. I saw. Yeah. Which is crazy. Of her entire team's points, sixty-eight percent. Mm-hmm. Um. Uh, Reese balled out. Reese balled out. She won the you know the she, Angel Reese. Yeah. Yeah, Angel Reese. Uh, she won the you know player tournament, which you know they always give to the winning team, so you can't really expect right. any less. That's what they've always done. Uh, Angel Reese balled out. Got disrespected a lot. She. People don't like that she was talking, but I kind of like that she you know. Got right back at her for. I was actually on Angel Reese's side. That's what I'm saying. A lot saying. of people weren't, but because they like Caitlyn Clark. Yeah, that's I the mean, only reason. But I feel like good for her. She balled up. Um, she also deserved to win it. They're, they had the best complete team. You know, they didn't have Caitlyn Clark. She's the best player, but as a team, they were the best, and they probably deserved to win. Yeah, they had a great team. Well, other great than coach. South Carolina, they were ridiculous. Yeah. Which, for them to fall was surprising, but it was literally just an individual performance that, you know, carried them to losing. Um, their leading scorer was uh, Jasmine Carson. Uh, she balled out. Uh, she's the one that I think she hit, like, four, three or, four or five threes, I believe, early on. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, she wasn't missing. She broke her career high in the, you know, championship game, which has to be awesome, uh, especially just beyond when it actually counts the most. Yeah, that'd be a great feeling. <laughs> yeah, uh, I feel like – do you know how heartbreaking it would be to get that far, though, and to get – to be second to lose in the championship? Especially if you're not a big, like, school or big seed. Like, these are were big schools, but <coughs> to get that far and lose has to be, like, just gut-wrenching. I feel bad for FAU in the men's tournament. That's – Thanks, dude. That's because if they won that, they if they uh, won that, that'd be insane. No one would ever expect FAU and the to the way win they nothing. lost is just so uh, I couldn't even imagine. They played the game exactly how they should. And Did you see how close um, the kid's foot from SDSU was out from out of bounds. It was like half a foot, maybe. If it that. comes. To, do you remember a few years ago when Katie's foot was on the line? Yeah, yeah, that was bad. That's the, and it was like by that much. Mm-hmm. It was just the littlest amount. Um. Yeah, I mean, like, if that happened to one of my teams in the Final Four, like, I don't know. I would have to go into, like, therapy. <laughs> there, I, you ever. have to be proud of them, though. That sucks, though, you know? Mm-hmm. I mean, they played good D, too. Like, the kid just rose up and hit a shot. That's just the worst feeling. But shout-out to SDSU. I, UConn's going to be a tough task. That's a really good basketball team, but... We'll see. Should be interesting. Yeah. No, I think it'll be a good game. Who do you have winning this though? UConn. Realistically, UConn. I kind of want SDSU. Um, who Kawhi went to SDSU, right? Mm-hmm. And that's really that's the big name I can think of off the top of my head. Yeah, that's like the only one. But I, they, they're another team. Both of them actually weren't expected. UConn went on kind of a Cinderella run with uh, Cardiac Kemba. Yeah, back in twenty four. It was in twenty tens. Yeah, they uh, they won five games in five days to win the Big East, which is in. crazy. They yeah, won the whole thing. Um, but they were the last, Like that was one. That was one of my favorite tournaments, just because it wasn't expected. But you know, for a team like that to come out and go, I always root for UConn. You know, because UConn, UConn's good, but they're always they've always criminally underrated in my opinion. Every team. Yeah, I'm not a huge fan of Danny Hurley, but mm-hmm. I think they're a really good team. I don't want them to win, but I think they're going to win. Just because I also root for mid-major basketball, because obviously being a Bonnie's fan, mid-major basketball. Uh, yeah, uh, I think it should be a good game. Better game than UConn-Miami, I think. I think SDSU will bring everything they can. 
Yeah. No, actually, yeah, <laughs> few, uh, again, you can't count them out just because how hard they've been playing during this tournament. Uh, so I feel like you can, you know, either team could win. It's going to be a brawl. It might get ugly. But SDSU is kind of the anomaly when it comes to mid-majors, though. Like, they've been different almost. Like, you, you look at mid-majors sometimes, you're like, okay, well, this has got to happen, and this has got to happen. they got to get kind of lucky. Mm. I think SDSU can hang with anybody. Okay. Depending on the style of the game, you know what I mean? Because they play such good D. I have a stat. I finally found it. Um, yeah, Caitlin Clark, uh, the only NCAA women's tournament history, only woman to score back-to-back 40-point games, which she did, um, you know, in the Elite Eight and um, Final Four. Uh, she became the sixth D1 woman to score 1,000 points the single season. <laughs> uh, player of the year, uh, championship game record uh, in with eight threes. Uh Scored or assist on all of uh, all of Iowa's eighteen points in the fourth quarter. Tnelkov, South Carolina. Um, set the number three pointer record uh, in a tournament. Most ever in semifinal history. And that's like it just it keeps going. Uh, okay, big one. Single tournament scoring record one hundred ninety one points past Cheryl Swoobs with uh, one hundred seventy seven in nineteen ninety three. Wow. Yeah, and it was the Hawkeyes' first Final Four since 1993. What a season, huh? Yeah. Um, I don't remember a woman's player having that good of a season ever. Oh, never. Like I said, if you get, like, a lot of casual fans buzzing with, you know, because I think the women, I think it's a fun tournament. You know, yeah. it's a good it's good basketball. Well, I keep track of it because of Notre Dame. So Yeah, and a lot of people just don't give it a try, but I feel like she really put kind of – she put them on the map, at least for a little bit, which is a huge step, and that's, you know, a good thing to see. Mm-hmm. Women's college basketball has, norm- like, historically gotten a lot more attention, though, uh, especially with tournament, uh, with... Um, UConn. Well, with UConn. UConn grow that a little bit. Um, but Sabrina... Uh, how do you <clears throat> say it? Yeah, Anescu was definitely one of the bigger ones that got people buzzing a lot, um, especially during college basketball. And then you have um, Paige Beckers who is a big name just even outside of basketball. A lot of people know her just because, like, as an influence, social media, all that stuff she's on. And uh, Beckers is definitely a big name bringing them. And right here, just actually balling out Caitlin Clark. Put them, you know, put them on. It was cool. Mm -hmm. A lot more uh, stars in the women's game now. Yeah. So that's cool. As there should be. And, you know, it's just basketball is getting better all around. Yeah. Especially worldwide. Just basketball is a growing sport, and that's awesome to see. Um, yeah, excited to see what happens next year, and I'm excited for this tournament game. Um, I'm rooting for SDSU. Think UConn's gonna win. Think it's gonna be a close game, but I think I have UConn by like four or five points. Yeah, I go UConn by like eight or nine, just because of free throws late. Probably that's that's why I had four. Because even if it's two point, it's always the game's always closer than it appears at the end. Mm-hmm. Um. Finally, I forgot to mention another NBA, um, some other NBA news. One thing, Keegan Murray had the record, uh, has the record now for rookie threes in a season. <laughs> another Hawkeye. Yeah, another Hawkeye. He's been balling too, though. Yeah, um, they got a lot of flack for that pick. They didn't like it at the time. I think he's a good player. If Paulo was not, uh, if Paulo was not a rookie, there would be, you know, he'd be in contention for rookie of the year. It's, he's just so far ahead of a, a lot of these. Yeah. Well, he's already. Like all-star caliber player, he's their best player by far. Yeah, he's averaging how many points? Like nineteen or something around there. He's balling though. I can look for you. You can look. Yes, you can. Hold on. Um, the NFL. Um, some news still. Lamar, kind of in limbo. No one wants him. Paulo's averaging twenty-seven rebounds and four assists. Twenty-seven what? Twenty points. Seven. Oh, rebounds, I, I thought assists. you said twenty-seven rebounds. I was like, huh? Okay. Do you remember though? That's sick, though. Um, NFL, Lamar is kind of still looming. Yeah, he's uh, – I don't know what they're going to do. I, I don't – I've gone back and forth. And Rodgers still isn't dealt. No. That's another which one. The, uh, the Packers are kind of settling down on their demands for that, which is good because I don't think they're going to get what they want for him. No. he is, what, 38, 39? If you're getting that much value out of him, it's better off to dish him, especially with a team that's willing to give up a lot like the Jets. 
Yeah. I feel like if you keep pushing your luck, you're going to end up leaving with nothing. And, and, he, and he's probably not going to play there anyway. Yeah, he's not going to play there. The if they force him there, he's going to retire. Yeah. Hear me out. He, if they, he will not play another game for Green Bay. No, he won't. And they came out and said he won't either. And yeah, they, they, they said we're Love. rocking with Jordan Love. I'm excited to see what Jordan Love does. I think he's fine. Yeah. I don't know if he's going to be a star. I think he's serviceable for now, though. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, if the Jets do not get Aaron Rodgers, do you think they go after Lamar? They might have to. Quarterbacks, I don't one know thing that have any options left. You know what I mean. That's the one thing they're missing. The Jets. I feel like Jets could give up two picks for that. Yeah. Um, it's a lot better than what the Broncos did for Sean Payton. So <laughs> or Russell Wilson even if they much. <laughs> if the Jets had Lamar, even if I don't think the offense is necessarily built for Lamar, I feel like he could make it work. He's a good quarterback. You can't take that from him. And he's the best. He's such a good athlete. What they need is a quarterback and a playmaker. Even if he game manages, anything's better than Zach Wilson, really. Yeah, or Mike White. Mike White, he he's a dolphin now. Mike White, he did well, but he's just it's in short game burst. You know, he could never be a consistent starter. I don't think. I just think it's the lack of film on him. Really, I don't think he's. A, That's what I'm saying. It's because no one knows. Good for him. He's gotten contracts, things of that nature, especially for being a late player, uh, like late round. No one really expected much from him, but. Again, no one knows much on him, and that's why he was balling. I know when he played a lot of the teams, until he got folded, um, <laughs> after a few games he started to slow down. It wasn't his fault. He was making the same throws. People just knew what he was going to throw. Yeah. He was kind of predictable. That's usually what happens with backups when they turn to starters. Mm-hmm. Um, Duck Hodges, I don't know if you remember him. Same thing happened with him back yeah. in the day. Duck. Where's he? He is retired from football. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. How old is he? Not very. He just wasn't any good. And he retired? Yeah. Like, officially? Yeah, like, nobody wanted him. Oh, I thought you were saying... But he did retire, though. He did retire. Wow. You th- he just... I mean, if his goal is to make it to the NFL, and even if just to make it to fulfill his dreams, good for him, just seems young to give up on it. Yeah, he was kind of content where he was at. He's, like, a outdoorsman. He's got some business with that. It like, makes sense, but... So, I mean, he, like I said, he made money. Yeah. Even a even a long snapper in the NFL gets paid. Mm-hmm. So I would take it. You know, I I've thought about it. You know, I I wish my parents made me snap a ball from the time I was two. I'm not even kidding. Yeah. If I can make eight hundred thousand dollars a year doing that, that's what they make. Like the minimum. Yeah. Their, the minimum is like seven hundred seventy thousand. I would take it. Be an NFL <laughs> long snapper. Yeah. Yeah. You're not even allowed to get hit. No, you can't get hit. Unless you're downfield. But like the problem is, if you mess up once, you're done for. Yeah, you're, yeah. But if if my parents gave me a ball from the time I was two and I was just snapping, 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 that sounds like a good career. I'd do that the rest of my life. I'd be down. <laughs> <laughs> that wouldn't be a bad gig. No. Um, I don't know. I just it's. The amount of money you make in the NFL, you can be set for your, like, a, to set up, especially, like, a player like Doug Hodges. You can start any career you want after making four or five million being a backup. Yeah. I don't even think he made that much. He was on, he was undrafted and played for, like, half a year. He still probably made at least a mil or two. Uh, you don't uh, think? No. If you're playing on an active <clears throat> roster, I thought there was a minimum. He uh, hold on. He made seven hundred eighty thousand for one year with the Chargers. How much did he make with the Steelers, though? Not very much because he was a practice squad guy that got called up. Hmm. Still though, he made seven hundred thousand, so almost a million at least. <laughs> he was guaranteed a thousand dollars in what? his first deal with the Steelers. Five hundred eighty-five thousand. Me out one thousand dollars guaranteed. <coughs> I if I got a guaranteed thousand dollars, I'd go play. Yeah, I would love to. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's go into the MLB. Let's talk about our uh, who we think is going to win each division. All right, I got full predictions for one through five each division here. You have one here. through five. Yeah. Okay. So I'm going to start with the NL Central because that is probably the easiest one to predict. Uh 
One's the Cardinals. They're the deepest lineup. Yep. Their only question mark's pitching, but it should not matter in this division. Cause not a division that's going to go far. This division's terrible. Yeah. It's probably the worst in baseball. No, it is the worst it is in baseball. It is the worst in baseball. Um, but Goldie and Arenado will give them a chance come to the division series, so can't count them out. They actually do have a pretty deep lineup, one through nine, which is not usually what the Cardinals have, but they do this one year. through nine. They yeah, they but they uh, pitching's about a big question mark. And Michaelis is your opening day starter. Yeah. He Flaherty, so well. if he can come back, I do have a little bit more faith in him. But he's been playing better. He walked a lot, no hits, no runs, three yeah, five. He pitched well. Um, number two, I have the Brewers in the division. You got the Brewers. I got the Cubs. Okay, I can see that. Um, I feel like the Brewers have definitely taken a step back. This division is kind of rotten. Um, they've taken a little bit of a step back, but they still have some weapons out there. I still feel like they can win some games. You don't have to win many to be second in this division. No. I just think they, uh, the Brewers are going to be mid enough to probably sell at the deadline because they're not going to be able to re-sign Corbin Burns. They're not going to be able to re-sign Woodruff, all those guys, because they just don't spend money like that. What about Yelich? Yelich is getting paid MVP money to be very mid. So they're in a really tough spot there because he won't be traded because nobody wants him for that money. Yeah. Not even the Yankees. The Yankees won't even take him for that much money. Mets might. Uh, I don't think he would start in New York, to be honest. Mm-mm. He's not very good anymore. See, this division, you say it's easy, but it's kind of hard because it's not predicting who's the best. It's like predicting who's, who's not going to be the worst. Yeah. yeah. So I have the Cubs at two because I think their lineup's better than the Brewers' lineup. Okay. Which, yeah. I mean, their pitching isn't as good, but I think they'll keep their pitchers the whole year. I don't think the Brewers will. I think they'll sell everybody at the deadline. You think Devin Williams getting sold? Probably. Because if they're mid, they, he's a luxury good. You don't need a great closer, you know what I mean? So. Yeah. No, um, I, I and love they Devin. really they're on the downturn. They've, you know, their trajectory is going south rather than my threes, and my fours and fives because those guys are at least building from the ground up. The Brewers are trying to stay afloat right now. Yeah, no, I, I like the Cubs lineup with <clears throat> they signed Swanson, Bellinger, Hosmer, uh, maybe a little overpaid, but like still good players, still um, mm-hmm. Horner. Um, Ian Happ. They got a pretty deep lineup, so I don't think they're going to be good. I don't think they're going to make the playoffs, but I can see them winning like 83, 84 games and getting second in the division. So. Mm-hmm. Now, who do you have then at third? The Brewers at three. Brewers at three, and then Cubs, or do you have Pirates or Reds? I got Pirates four, Reds five. That's where I'm at. Because even though the Reds beat the Pirates in the series, I think the Pirates line up. I think the Pirates have made improvements, and that's what yeah. matters. Their lineup will keep them above the Reds this year because mm. they just they were just better. I think I'm excited. McCutcheon being back and all that is exciting. Um, I mean the Pirates have young talent is what they have right now. Um, yep, Cruz. They're uh, a year or two away from being in contention for that division. O'Neill Cruz is a stud. Uh, Bednar is so much fun. Um, what's Ryan it? Reynolds. They're still trying to work out a deal with Reynolds. Hayes is there for a while. Yep. What's Bednar come out to? Um, what song? Renegade. I thought it was Renegade. Yeah, Pittsburgh Pittsburgh loves him. Mm-hmm. Every time he comes out, everyone's cheering and everything. Everyone's dancing. It's, I don't know. He provides a lot of energy, even as just a reliever. But he, he's good at what he does. He's one, one of the best. Yeah, one of the best relievers. If I'm a fan of the Pirates and Reds, which I am a fan of the Pirates, but <laughs> those two teams I would be excited for in the next two or three years because I think those two teams can run the division. Because the Cardinals are old, very old. Yeah, yeah, they so are. So they're gonna be gone in two or three years. The we Cubs have... aren't trying. The Cubs never really try. They just don't. They sign Dansby Swanson and they act like they sign Aaron Judge. So well, sometimes they're all right. Uh, the Brewers are gonna be gone because they have to sell. The Pirates and Reds both have really good farms. So I think this division could be flipped completely on its head here in a year or two. Yeah, hopefully. Not hopefully. <laughs> Hopefully that it's more. Hopefully our division's better is what I mean by hopefully. Yeah, which it can be because when the Pirates are good, it seems the whole division's good because that's just how. It because works. with the Cardinals winning, like me, me being a Cardinals fan, them winning the division, it's kind of like woo, like we won the division. But doesn't you could take any if you take any other division, grab a team there, they'll likely win our division. 
<laughs> That's what it yeah, feels it's like. It's not right very now. hard, and except for like the Nationals, but yeah. All right, the NL West. NL West, okay. I still got the Dodgers. I think you have to have the Dodgers. They just pay you a lot, and they always have some of the best talent. You got to pick the Dodgers until they prove that it's not them anymore. Yeah, they won. How many games did they win last year? Like a hundred. They won over a hundred. Right? They won way over a hundred. Yeah. They they have really good pitching. I mean, Kershaw's not even their ace anymore. He's old though. He still shoved last the other night. His pitching form is so weird. I've never understood it. I love them. Together. You know what I'm talking about? The the little like crazy. Yeah. It's it's so awkward, and I don't know how he can do it. But he's especially being the best doing it for years. He was the best. Even with the Padres lineup, the Dodgers still have the best lineup, one through nine in yes. the NL West. That being said, um, with Dodgers being first, I, Padres are two. I think. Yeah. They and have to be. That's where the easy part ends because the next three get pretty interesting. You can mix and match them all over the place. I, yeah. My three, I have the Diamondbacks. Really? I think they're young. I think they're fun. They got good pitching. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's a team that could maybe sneak into a wild card spot if things go their way. I like the D-backs. I'm, I don't know. I feel like they don't have as much talent as they used to. Uh, but I feel like it's really hard to compete in the division with the Padres and Dodgers as one and two. Yeah. They're not going to win that division. They can hope just any of these teams have to hope they can sneak into a wild card because you're not going to beat the Dodgers in this division. Or I, th- the I really do think that the D-backs are a team to watch out for. Corbin Carroll is mm. a monster rookie. Uh, Christian Walker is going to hit 40 home runs. Um, Zach Gallen, Merrill Kelly, a very good one-two. One of the best one-twos in the majors. Uh, it's a team that is young, too. They have a great farm, obviously, Drew Jones. Um, I'd be excited to be a Diamondbacks fan right now because I think not only can they compete maybe this year for a wild-card spot, but two or three years down the line, this is a team that compete for the division in a World Series. I mean, they got, they're got they so deep in the farm, too. Mm-hmm. I like I like the Diamondbacks. Who do you have after the D-backs? Uh, four, I got the Rockies. Mm-hmm. Uh, mostly just because of how bad the Giants are going to be this year. Yeah, Giants, they're not great. They're I don't not think the Rockies are good either, but the Giants are just downright terrible. The Rockies have they've had a let go of a lot of good players for the last few years, and that's kind of killed them. You need to start. They need to pay players if they want to have any success down yeah. in the future. They did beat the Padres in a series to open the season. Yes, but but early it's on baseball. Yeah, so. You can lose any series at any time. Mm-hmm. Baseball's a sport. You get hot. You don't. It's It fluctuates. You can lose any series. But I think that later on, it's not even going to be close between them. So. Right. And, and obviously, yeah, the Giants. The Giants bad. stink. Yeah, they're bad. They're old. They're bad. Um, not much going on there. No. What about the NL East? This is maybe one of the most exciting divisions. I... I don't. It's tough to pick a first. I want to say with how much they spend the Mets, but the Mets, they always find a way to mess up. Even though they got pretty much manhandled, I got the Phillies winning this division still. I think eventually that they'll. I mean, obviously they're bad, about as worse as our season you could ask for. Mm-hmm. You got Trey Turner, you got JT Realmuto, Bryce Harper will be back sooner before you know it, mm-hmm. and you got the best one-two punch to start your rotation maybe in the National League in uh, Aaron Nola, Zach Wheeler. And your bullpen's really good. Coming off a World Series, I think it'll take time to adjust to the World Series hangover. But mm-hmm. it's a team that's really, really good. This is a very talented division. Yeah. Like, this is – any one of these teams wins the Central. Except for the Nats. <laughs> Except for the Nats. But they're – it's a – um, it's a very good division. They're definitely going to compete because I could see any one of them win the division Except besides the Nats. The Nats. Yeah. I'm saying not the Nats. <laughs> but yeah, if the Mets won it, I wouldn't be shocked. The Braves, the Marlins, Phillies. Um, for the Marlins, I really like Jazz. Jazz. Um, I don't know if I like the transition to center field for him. No, it's a little odd. He, he looked rough the other night. Mm. But He's a good hitter. He'll probably He's 25. Get used to it. Yeah. Like, he has time to adjust, and if they see see it's the best fit, then, you know, I'm not GM. We'll see how it works out. Two, I got the Mets, because I think this is still a really good team. It's, that, come on, it has to be. Look at Right. They have spent too much money to not be Hear good. me out. Even if they, like, unless they win a World Series, they're disappointed with how much money they spend. Mm-hmm. 
Like they're even, they make the playoffs. They even make a second round. It's kind of disappointing. The Mets have they're a team that should like on paper is phenomenal, but they never get it done. The only thing that's going to hold them back this year, which is already occurring, is the injuries. Yes. Obviously, they lose the best closer in baseball for the year. Nimmo got banged up in spring training. Um, not a great start for the injury bug for mm-hmm. the Mets. So, who do you have at number three, then? The Braves, which I, is really weird to say. I was going to say, the Braves are my number three. It's yeah, I. It's weird to say, but I can't have them above either of the other two teams. Right, because, like, I don't know. They didn't really get better. They're just kind of the same, which they're still probably going to win 90-plus games and get a wild card. Well, it, And they could easily win the division. It really sucks for them that they're about to get swept in three games to <laughs> the Cardinals. Uh, no, they're probably they, – I wouldn't be shocked if they swept us, honestly. <laughs> but, um, yeah, I think, you know, I mean, they have Acuna, obviously, um, Spencer Strider, uh, Matt Olson, Max Freed, Max Freed, Austin Riley. Even Soroka's going to make a comeback, too, this year. I think Ozuna, Ozuna's uh, on Atlanta right now. Ozzie Albee. Like, they they just have a lot of talent. Like, one through nine, they're really good. And they, their pitching is pretty talented as well. Right. Um, yeah, but they, I just don't think they have what the Mets have or Phillies have. Um, I, and then number – well, before number four, number five, Nationals. They're just bad. They're just bad. Full uh, rebuild, full teardown. Yeah. They got prospects. Hopefully they turn out pretty good for them. Yep. But they did sell their soul for a World Series, and I think they'll live with that. I I could live with that, too. Mm-hmm. Uh, the Marlins, they're a talented team, but they're number four just because they're in a talented division. Right. Uh, young, good team. best Maybe the best pitcher in baseball right now, mm-hmm. Sandy Alcantara. Um Jazz is being pushed as one of the faces of the major leagues. He again, he's so young. So I mean, they win the central easily, I think, or at least compete with the Cardinals for it. It doesn't take a lot, right? Um, yeah, yeah, but team Jazz, Jeezy, or a pretty good division right now. Mm-hmm. Um, they are young though, so I mean, they're younger than the Phillies and they're younger than the Mets. Okay, who do you think makes it out of the National League? I can't even remember the format anymore. Hold on. Um, oh, you mean like who's going to the World Series? Yes. That's so tough. Uh, you know, I'm just going to go with the safe pick and take the Dodgers. The Dod- I mean, they're never a bad pick. Mm. They're experienced. They've done it before. So I'm going to go with the Dodgers. It's. I'm trying to think of another case, but I just feel like the Dodgers are just so talented. Like I feel like the Mets are very talented, but I, I it kind of comes with they just haven't proven anything. They to haven't me. done it before. Yeah, know, yeah. And until they do it, I can't have them going back or going to do it. You know. Yeah. Um. So I think I have to pick Dodgers just because of their success and they know how to make it to the big game. Um. So I feel like it has to be. But who do you? Th- who do you ha- think is the second best then? In the NL? Yeah. Once Harper comes back, I think the Phillies are. Because I think they were the best team. Well, obviously they're the best team in the NL last year. And they added Trey Turner, who I think is the best hitter in baseball. Let's see where it goes. They have a tough series right now. They're already 0-3. You see the Ra- the Rangers game um, on April Fool's Day? Yeah. 16-3. to But they, they have a three-game Yankees series going up. Which is not going to be easy, but then they play the Reds a bunch. But they Still could really, really early to be talking about that. So yeah, they're going to be good. I think they're going to be good. But start off, they could go zero and six. They could. But that's baseball. A lot of games. Uh, they'll go on a ten game win streak. In the, in the AL. <laughs> um, where do you want to start? Let's start with um, <clears throat> the Central. Central. Yep. Yep. Um, I think it's the worst division in of the three. Yeah, the it's so. I got Guardians at one because they do it every year. They're they're actually a legit team out of the Central, which I think they're the only legit team in the Central this year. Mm-hmm. Uh, their pitching's really good. They got the best closer in baseball now because of Diaz's injury. Emmanuel Classe, J Ram's a beast. Um, they got some young guys. It's a team that's always competitive since I can remember. I mean they they've been really good the last decade or so. So I got them at one. 
At two, I got the Minnesota Twins. Okay. Found a way to keep Correa. They traded for Pablo Lopez, who shoved on opening day. Yeah. Um, um, twins are Twins are a pretty good team, obviously, going in there. Uh, Guardians, I think Guardians will probably end up getting it. Uh, Guardians are still a solid team. Uh, I don't know how, you know, whole name change and everything. I feel like, sorry, it's unrelated. I just don't think Guardians is a good name for <laughs> baseball. <laughs> no. I've gotten used to it, though. More so than, like, the Commanders and stuff. But See, I'm kind of used to the Commanders at this point. But I, I still don't like, like, I feel like there's better names that you could choose. Yeah. Uh, My three, I got the White Sox, who I think is still a pretty good team. Just not as good as the top two. Mm. My four, I have, um, I think I probably have the Tigers over the Royals. I have the Royals, just because they have, I think they're just way better than the Tigers. The Tigers have nothing going on right now. Uh, Royals got Bobby Witt, uh, Salvi Perez, Brady Singer. I don't know. I could I could not name a Tiger right now. Is Javi Baez still on the Tigers? He is, I guess. See. He's terrible, but <laughs> he's maybe the worst player in the major leagues. But Worst in the major he's league. He's horrible, bro. He's, he, he's not great, but worst in the major leagues is wild. No, he's not, but he's really, really bad. Like I wouldn't touch him with a 20-foot pole right now. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Where do you want to go now? Um, let's go to the, the West. <coughs> got the Astros winning it, obviously. Defending world champs. They got better. They added Jose Abreu. Mm-hmm. Not much to say there. Uh, Mariners at two. Mariners at two? There's a team that made the playoffs last year. They made a pretty good run for a team that hadn't made it since 01. Mm-hmm. Uh, J-Rod. Very exciting. Um... Best young star in baseball, in my opinion. Great pitching. Uh, Luis Castillo. Underrated starter. They got a good lineup, too. I mean, they got guys around them. Mm-hmm. Number three? The Rangers. You have them over the Angels this year. Yeah. They added DeGrom. They got Simeon and uh, Seager up the middle. See, I don't think they're going to make the playoffs. I think I still just have to have the Angels just because of how good Otani's been playing and, and Mike Trout. I know they don't have a lot, but I feel like those two are going to get them to a lot of – or not a lot, but more wins than the Rangers this year. Yeah, I don't, I don't know. After I watching the uh, opening day game where Otani shoved and they still lost 2-1 to one to the A's, I just – I don't think that they can carry them because they never do. So they never do, but I, I don't know. I feel like they're going to be just out of the Rangers, but I feel like it's also going to be close. I think the Athletics are – they just don't spend money. Um. They're just trying to move to Vegas. Yeah. <laughs> There's all that's going on right there. They uh. shouldn't even have a team. <laughs> They're not they, – they could be a minor league team at this point. They, they could be demoted. They're not really worth talking about, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, we, we've seen the story before with LA, though. They're just – they're – they have talent with two players, and past that, they're really not that good. And that's Mid. why they're never going to win anything. Um, and then finally, we have um, the East. Yes. One, I got the Yankees. Pretty easy pick there. Yeah, Aaron Judge. Did, uh, he, he started off. He had a home run this first game, I believe. Um, yeah, he's got two already now. That's what I'm saying. Stanton um, hit a moonshot yesterday. He's playing well. He's getting paid well, so he probably deserves it. Anthony so. Volpe looks like the next great base dealer in the American League. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, that's a great rotation, too. If they can get healthy, Cole, Cortez, Rodon. So they're going to be tough to beat in October, too, I think. Number two, I have the Blue Jays. So do I. Blue Jays are really good. <laughs> the Blue Jays are really good. Um, the only uh, uh, the only uh, thing I think the Yankees beat them out in is starting pitching. Like, I think they're even in everything else, like lineup-wise. Mm-hmm. Guerrero, Bichette, those guys. Guerrero's so good. Mm-hmm. I think the Yankees have better pitching. That's why I have the Yankees at one. Which pitching really does matter. I mean, the Blue Jays do have good pitching. They have Manoa and could you imagine if the Barrios. Car- could you imagine if the Cards had good pitching? Um, But I think Cole and them is better than Manoa and Barrios. Yeah. So. I think... Three, I got the Orioles. Hmm. Yeah, valid. I think... I was thinking that I'd put the Rays at three. I just don't love the Rays lineup. Yeah, 
Their rotation's not bad. Uh, you know, Clanahan's good, and so is uh, Glass now. But Glass Glass knows hurt. Yeah. yeah. So the Orioles are young. They're fun. They're good. Adley Rutschman gonna be a beast. They yeah. went on a little bit of a run last year, didn't they? They went over 500. Yeah. Yeah. They well, they good. started off terrible, and then they kind of went on the little run. At, um, they almost made the playoffs. Yeah. I feel like if they played like that last year, they would have made the playoffs. Um, yeah, it's. I feel like they have a bright future. Um, Rushman, uh, Henderson, Cedric Mullins. Yeah. Um, what's his name? The pitcher. Oh my goodness. <laughs> I hate when that happens. Yeah. Um, and last, Grayson Rodriguez. That's yes. his name. He's going to be up some point this year. To help bolster that rotation. So, so, I mean, this is a team that could make the AL wild card pretty easily, I think. So, we both agree that the Red Sox are last, though? Yes, they're not very good. <laughs> no. Um, I mean, they're, they'd still compete in the NL Central, so. <laughs> Mo- most people, <laughs> yeah, the NL Central is just not good. Most teams in the AL could also win the NL Central, so. Correct. Other than, like, the A's. But that's because they're not a team. They're not even trying. They're, they're there. They still find a way to finish. They're just there so they don't get fined. Yeah. <laughs> they still finish third. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, that's the uh, predictions. I In the AL, coming out of the AL, I think I'm going to go – I'll go the Yankees. I mean, Dodgers-Yankees World Series. Yankees haven't been back in forever, but I talent-wise, the Yankees definitely – they're going to win over 100 games probably. Um or if not close, and Aaron Judge has he's gets better every year, and with their rotation, I feel like it's hard to not pick the Yankees. Right, adding Rodon, that's what did it for me. It's either them or the Athletics, probably. <laughs> <laughs> no, um, yeah, I feel like it's easiest to pick the Yankees, but hear me out. Um, I mean, the Astros still could definitely go back oh, easily. Yeah, like the Astros, they, they really haven't been proven wrong. They keep going back, and they keep. I mean, they, they're they winners. Yeah. The only thing, I think the Yankees this year, I mean, Verlander's out of Houston now. Mm-hmm. So, the Yankees have struggled to hit against them in the playoffs. In the playoffs, Jordan Alvarez is so good, though. He's just good in general. He, well, I know he's just good, but he is so clutch, though. And, and he's a lot of fun to watch. Even as I don't like Houston. I actually didn't mind him until their whole scandal. But I just like Jordan Alvarez. And I like Jose Abreu. Um, they're just their lineup is just ridiculous, though. And All right, let's get award predict- predictions going. Award predictions. NL NL MVP. Ah, uh, I didn't. I have, was not ready for any predictions. Give me just a moment. Goldie won it last year. Yeah. NL MVP. I'm gonna go with Trey Turner. That's fair. I said before the World Baseball Classic that he's the best hitter in baseball, and he is keeping. He kept proving me right during the whole World Baseball Classic. And if uh, if the Phillies do what I think they're going to do and win that division, I have trouble seeing him not win an MVP if he hits over three hundred. Mm-hmm. Do you think Acuna will be up there this year? He definitely could if he could stay on the field. I mean, he when he plays, he's so good. Yeah, he just has he's having trouble staying healthy in his career so far, but. Mm-hmm. Hopefully he does, and he's definitely up there. So. And do you think Soto has a chance if he bounces Soto's back? Soto's got a good chance. Machado's got a shot. Mm-hmm. Um, obviously Goldschmidt and Arenado. Goldie's already been playing pretty well. Yeah. He gets his bats going always. He's just a good hitter. Pete Alonso. Mm-hmm. Peter, yeah. I'm going to go Trey Turner. Uh, NL Cy Young. If he stays healthy, I think I have to go. Oh, um, I think I have to go Acuna. For MVP? Yeah, if he stays healthy. Like, when he's on the field, he's so good. Uh, you said Cy Young? Yes. We'll uh, do, we'll do uh, MVP, Cy Young, and Rookie of the Year for both okay. leagues. Uh, me? I, Verlander's hard to get, count out still, I feel. Uh, I think I might have Verlander or maybe Corbin Burns this year. Yeah, they're both good choices. Alcantara won it last year. so I think I'm going to go Corbin or. Uh, Corbin Burns, though. Mm. I mean, there's always Scherzer as well. Um, I'm going to get nuts. I'm going to go with another Philly. I'm going to take Zach Wheeler. 
Mm-hmm. I, that's not what I thought you were going to say. Um, how do you, because, oh, my God, Zach Gallon has been balling. From Arizona, yes. Yeah. That's another pick that could uh... – See, when I heard Zach, that's what I was like, maybe. And No, I'm I'm not mad at that, though. Cy Young's really hard to predict, though. Mm-hmm. Because in the season, so much can change with a pitcher. A pitcher loses their stuff so fast. Yeah. And one, even one, like, you tweak it wrong, you'll never be the same a lot of times. So it's hard to, to have a prolonged, like, a long career as a pitcher. So we're let's be real, we're probably going to be way wrong. <laughs> <laughs> um, and then NL Rookie of the Year. I'm going Corbin Carroll, and it's not even particularly close. Yeah, no, I, I agree with you. Love that kid. Um, uh, are we going Man's Rookie of the Year or no? Um, nah, nah. Because I don't, I don't know. Uh, I don't know who's going to win the most games. You I, said NL Rookie of the Year? Oh, a, uh, yeah, NL Rookie of the Year. Oh. Corbin Carroll over Jordan Walker and Senga. I just have a bias. I really want Jordan Walker to win it. What about um, Francisco Alvarez? Uh, I mean, he's going to be good. I just Corbin Carroll's special. You know, yep. He's one of those 30-30 guys, maybe. Um, I think he's going to do more than that this year. More than 30 bags. No, That's I'm not even mad at that. He's going to be really, really freaking good. Um, let's go AL MVP. It, I mean, Otani's always up there to go back to back. I wouldn't even be mad. Um, and I feel like Judge definitely could also be up there. Uh, I think I'm just gonna go Judge. Judge is a good pick. Um, it's basic, but he's he's so good until he it shows me otherwise. I'm gonna go with a guy I have in fantasy. And I think is improving every year, and he's going to be an absolute monster this year. Jordan Alvarez. Dude mashes. Yeah. He's going to hit 40 homers. He's going to hit, like, You draft him early? Second round. Second round. Who did you draft first? Um, who did I pick first? Vladdy. Okay. But, yeah, Jordan Alvarez, AL MVP, lock that in. <laughs> lock that in? All right. AL Cy Young. Ah. Uh... I don't know who I have in the AL for Cy Young. I'm going to go Garrett Cole. Okay. I think that dude shoves. He's due for Cy Young. Um, yeah. Yankees are going to have a really big year, mm-hmm. unfortunately. Uh, if DeGrom could ever stay healthy, he'd be up there. Yeah. He just doesn't ever stay healthy. I don't think there's a really a clear favorite, though. For the AL. Like, there's not one guy that I'm just like, yeah, he's going to win it. Or... No. Um, yeah, I think Garrett Cole wins the Cy Young. That dude. I'm not mad at that. He's been so great in his career. Um, he's due for another big year. Mm-hmm. Oh, right. yeah. And the AL Rookie of the Year. I think it's hard not to take Anthony Volpe just because of the hype around him and He's playing well to start the year, mm-hmm. and the fact that there's not that many other great rookies in the American League. There's um, Gunner, uh, the Orioles, Henderson. Gunner Henderson, yeah. He's pretty good, but yeah, I, I agree <coughs> with you there. Yeah, and manager, I, I could care less about manager. Yeah. Uh, do you think uh, Arnado's going to gold glove it up again? Or do you think Key Bryan takes him? I, I hope he doesn't. <laughs> you hope he doesn't him. take him? I, I hope Hayes takes him, yeah. <laughs> Should have won it last year. He, I, maybe, but. Definitely. He led the major leagues in DRS. Arnado got the platinum glove, position, I believe. Yeah, which is also cap. <laughs> and we got the team gold glove last year. Yeah. Hey, don't hate, man. Oh, wait, I didn't even mention, sorry, uh, pitching. I forgot, Cardinals still have Montgomery. That's, uh, for pitching-wise, a good one. Yeah. Um, I just think they need one of those top-of-the-line starters to really do it in the postseason. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like a DeGrom, a Cole. Hopefully, like, through the farm system we'll get some. Um, finally, go, let's talk about the NHL. Not much, but Sabres are still kind of in it. They are very much in it. They really control their own destiny right now, which I'm – the biggest game of the decade. They're calling it the game of the decade on Twitter tomorrow night. <laughs> Sabres and Panthers. Sabres are six points back of the Islanders for the first wild card with three games in hand. So if they win all three of those games in hand, they're tied. 
So really, they control their own destiny. The Penguins, I believe they have a game in hand on them down. Actually, I can just pull it up. Want well, know who I really like, though? Obviously, you know what I'm going to say. Levi. He's fun. He's starting tomorrow. He's young. But did, uh, my favorite thing, in between the um, like TV timeouts and things like that, his little meditation thing he does. You know who it reminds me of? Ryan Miller? Ryan Miller. Ryan Miller. Uh, do you hear his interview on why he does it? Uh-uh. Him and his dad watched Star Wars, and he always thought it would be fun. He didn't know what to do during a TV timeout and just sat there. He <laughs> loves it, though. Yeah. Says it gets him focused, gets him re-energized. <clears throat> Sabres have two games in hand on the Penguins and the Panthers. Mm-hmm. Penguins have 86 points to the Sabres, 81. So if the Sabres would win those two games, it would be a point back of them. So they really control their des- own destiny with the Islanders. Mm-hmm. The Penguins, they're, they're going to need help, but the Penguins have tough games left. Obviously, so are the Sabres. But the Panthers, uh, 85 points. So we beat them. We have a game in hand, down two points. Again, I don't and care. the tiebreaker. I, I do care, but if we made the playoffs and lost every game, as long as we make the playoffs at this point. It's still very possible. People are counting them out, and I'm still sold on it that this can happen. I mean, I, we just need to get it off our back. Six games thing. left in the season. This can happen. We have a goalie that's played one game. He's already our best goalie, which is sick. Sad. Sick, but sad. <laughs> but he is gonna. he's projected to be really good. Um, obviously better than anyone we have. Andy's too old. UPL is inconsistent. Uh, goalie's really the missing piece we needed, and it's probably the most important piece on a team. Yeah. If If no one can score on you, that's all you really need. Well, you need to score, but it, it helps if you allow zero to one goals a game. So they just—they have too many games where they give up five and six, and it's tough to outscore everybody. Yeah, we because we always score three or four. I I think we have a good offense actually. One of the best in hockey. But we're negative when it comes to goal differential, just because we give up seven, eight, sometimes <clears throat> ten. We well, should never give up ten in a hockey game. Nope. <laughs> nope, definitely not. Um, yeah, so Sabres Panthers tomorrow, seven o'clock, game of the decade. Game of the Very decade. Very excited. It's gonna be hype all day for that one. Next year, I think. Next year, I think we make it easy. Mm-hmm. It's stressful. They're they're a very stressful team. Very love hate relationship. They they upset me. Just some games that they give away to bad teams that they could be in a lot better spot right now. Yeah, but uh, I mean, that's gonna happen with a young team. They are the youngest team in hockey. So, but not even close. Yeah. What's is Andy gone after this year? Yeah, he's not coming back. He he should retire. He's gonna. I think that we go Levi and Comrie next year. Mm-hmm. Let UPL go somewhere else. <laughs> Hopefully. Yeah. But either way, big game tomorrow. Piped. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Playoffs are definitely what Sabers need. And I'm and um, Levi's future, I think. Yeah. And I hope if he pans out to even be eighty percent of what he's projected, then we'll be fine. Yeah, but he's, he's a beast. He's talented. He locks in. And like I said, um, do you have anything else? I don't. I think that's all we have today. Um, yeah. Thank you guys for tuning in. Uh, episode seven of the Pook Review. Uh, you know, go watch the tournament. Obviously, go see that UConn game versus SDSU. Like I said, go SDSU. Uh, yeah, beautiful day. Get out there. Uh, anything else to say, Brando? Nope. That's all we have. Have a good one.